on you guys. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the first edition, the first episode of Mike Minded Man podcast, a conversational space for a comfortable and uncomfortable discussion. You know, I'm just an average mid 20 year old man in America just trying to have a good spot with uh, like minded people. I think that's the real concept and uh, a little bit more of what we need. And even if it's not like-minded, it's just a sense of uh, reason and familiarity. I think we lose ourselves in our own identities and don't realize how much we have in common with other people and uh, relatability between stories. And, you know, sometimes we overlook our own journey and our own path and don't understand where we're headed to next. But, um Sometimes you take yourself a step back and realize uh, there's a lot of other people going through similar shit, and uh, we're more alike than we think. So uh, that's what I hope to get out of this podcast and to really bring on anyone and everybody that I can that's uh, willing for real discussion and just conversation about, you know, life today and what do we think is uh, the solution for, you know, equality or just, you know, a standard level of morality and you know i think we always have to look at it uh i think that's kind of broad you know kind of you know a big question and a big statement to ask for somebody but uh i think it's just a sense of uh, empathy and relatability and accountability and just finding commonplace between one another and understanding that you know we all go through our own journeys and you know to look at each other like community and uh to really like you know i'm not as uh Christian as I would want to but I look at myself spiritually and I think of moments and time and when you look at uh when you look at this world and like spirituality and Christianity and you look at the Bible and it says love thy neighbor man and you know we look at that on such a small scale (laughs) you think it's the actual neighbor living next to you and people inside your neighborhood and uh you know the guy you see in the common ground but in reality we're all each other's neighbors and need to do a better part in understanding that man and i think we don't give each other enough cred credit credibility to really expand on one another so you know i'm just kind of starting this off with a little bit of a ramble but wanted to just get my voice out there um and really just uh, introduce myself and the concept of what i want to turn this into um you know, it's kind of fresh on my head. I, I've always kind of really wanted this. And I think, you know, if you got the platform and if you got the ability and, you know, if you're willing to go out there, I think that's something that hopefully resonates with the people and we can kind of grow this and truly be like-minded and mic-minded, man. It's 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 a, it's in the name and I just want to do my part to just leave my impact and my image and my thought. I don't know, man. Uh, and it's just a good place of expression. You know, a lot of things been going on. And, you know, right now recording this, this is uh, the 18th of June. And uh, to think we're already six months through 2020 and all the crazy shit that we've gone through from January to today. You know, Australia on fire. You know, Kobe dying. A, a national pandemic. A, a, a global pandemic. You know. National, I didn't mean to say national, but just, you know what I mean, just in my own bubble. I'm looking at it nationally, but it's just going around around the world. And, 
you know, it's just unprecedented time. And, you know, I think a lot of people are just in a, pre- in a pressure bubble and don't know what to do and what to think and what tomorrow is going to look like. But uh, I think we're such in a hyper focus. And I think this break really was to a point is a necess- like a necessity. Um, you know, I always hear the term uh, half glass full. And I, I really, you know, I think you get tested in life in moments where you understand your true character and, um, you know, how you present yourself and things. And you see people panicking out here buying toilet paper and shit and uh, fighting each other in supermarkets. And, you know, and if you look all the way to, you know, I'll get to it in a little bit, but like, you know, people rioting and looting, looting within these protests earlier, you know, a couple of weeks ago, you know, it's kind of hard for me to get on this and, you know, just express myself so early and my thoughts on it. But, uh, you know, I'm kind of glad things lightened up and we're on a better pathway through protesting. But, uh, going back to what I was saying, you know, just on the glass half full type of thing. Um, you know, I really tested myself in this time and tried to do my best part. There was some moments where I broke and got off my diet, but I really cleaned up my own health and just understood the perspective of myself. Like, I think you need us uh, a moment of morality to really test your character and understand, like, you know, you, your moment is so finite that it can disappear at any moment. And I think we all experience that together in group thought. So I kind of feel like that's a lot of the reason why we're going through all of our emotions are kind of connected to each other. We're all doing the same thing. You know, sometimes people don't understand, you know, somebody's uh, plight or their situation, but on different scales, you know, we're all doing the same thing. We're all worried about somebody that's like, you know, back when this offers came out, we were all worried about somebody older than us. We we're all worried about just each other, anybody who was unhealthy, you know, when you're just seeing these the body counts and the body counts and just, you know, I want this to be a space to, you know, just express positivity and just spread, you know, truth and reality, but like on a better playing field, you know, the media today, you know, they feed off of our emotions and it doesn't allow us to really, you know, progress because, you know, everybody's just in their pockets 24 seven, you know, and at the end of the day, everybody's always going to be in their pocket to try to be a better person for their own self and their own family and their own mission. But, um, you know, sometimes I just feel like we've become too gluttonous in this world. And those people who are in a higher position, you know, no matter what that may be in any power role you are, even if in, if it's in media, you know, you take advantage of a people and understand, like, you know, if we put these headlines and headlines and headlines, you know, now you look at what they did and it literally froze the world. We stopped everything because of uh, COVID and coronavirus. You know, it's a crazy situation, but. You know, people in my circle, in my environment, you know, we kind of, like, took the shit by the balls and, you know, just kept it moving, kept it trucking. You know, we were always precautionary. I always looked at shit like that when I would go to the gym or the supermarket and see somebody walk out of the bathroom not washing their hands. And I think, like, you know, common people kind of, you know, you see shit like that and you kind of think that to yourself. But you don't realize how many people are not like that. And, you know, we, and even myself, you know, there's things that you get to do what is not normal and it's not the clean cleanest thing in the world and you're, you're like ah whatever you know i'm not gonna wipe down this machine at the gym but you know you know and so many levels and playing fields we're just so much on the go 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 type of look in, in this world and we don't take enough time to step back and really understand like we're in this shit together like all the way to the point of like you know and going back to it like you know just on a greed and glutton thing just um you know what we do to this world and environment we took a couple months off and sorry took a couple months off and and you know look at how earth replenished itself and you know we're going back in the shan that's how things are going to be but i think you know 
everybody gets enlightened in a moment. And that's why I think we see so much progression happening right now and all these things. And uh, I'm just rambling at this point. But, uh, you know, I think we're really here for a better tomorrow, man. You know, but uh, I'm just here for a truthful space and a real discussion with real people. You know, I don't care about confrontation and argument. I'm willing to have however deep of a conversation my opposer, my guest, my whoever um, wants to get into, and I'm not that type of person that gets into a, a heated wall. I'm not, you know, grounded in my opinions, you know. I have my thoughts that I believe in and are structured in my life, you know. Um, I had a mentor back in the day, you know, to say that to me early and just, you understand, like, you know, we're all living our 24 hours, but we're all living the same 24 hours and we're all living a different 24 hours. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to go through my day and you're going to go through yours. And when we bump into each other for that two minutes, you know, in, in a parking lot or at a bank or at the gym or wherever it may be, like, and we really don't think to ourselves, like, you know, this person has gone through a whole day. Like, you're already stressing about your day and you have no idea who this person is. And you just give yourself a first perception of what this guy does. And this guy drives this nice car or, you know, this lady, you know, it's on her phone and she's not giving a shit about what's going on, but, you know, you don't understand that she's, like, doing everything in the household, or, you know, he's, you know, his business is struggling through COVID, and, you know, he has a family to provide for, and, you know, I'm not looking at it like that in that moment, and I think, you know, it's such a great thing that we were able to pump the brakes a little bit, you know, we got pumped brakes every now and then, and uh, to really get a bigger picture, man, you know, you're going 100 miles an hour, things start to get blurry, so, um, you know, man, it's just a little story about me, I guess. You know, I guess this is new. So, um, you know, my name is just Mike, man. I'm a man like Mike. At the end of the day, I don't really see myself as anybody, but uh, just a person that's gone through some experiences myself, you know, and we'll get through that as time goes. But uh, I'm about to be 27 next month at the end of the July. And, um, you know, I've always been in a place, and I guess you guys will see as time goes and, you know, we gain this relationship through podcasting, but, um, you know, I'm just a very sociable person, and I just want to, you know, find that common ground. I always, it's, it's, you know, I understand what I've been through. You know, I'm a 27-year-old, a 26-year-old black man in America, you know. I'm about six feet tall, 300 pounds, you know, and uh, it's, it's a crazy world where you look at it, and, um, you know, I guess I can always just say, like, you know, I understand people's uh, perspective a lot of the time. Like, somebody would come up to me, and, you know, I used to do Uber back in the day, and I'd do security myself, and, you know, perceptions fit in certain positions. But, you know, it's it's funny how you look at it because I've had my experiences with uh, the police as well. But, um, you know, like I was saying, I'm about six feet tall, pretty big guy myself, and, um, you know, people always see me when they first see me in an Uber or whatever, and, like, in person, and they'll be like, oh, you know, you you're out there, you playing football, buddy? You know, how, how you doing, God? Look at this guy. You, you're so big and strong, you know. You're like an animal. You're like a gorilla, you know. And it's most of the time from a good place. You're not, you know, not looking at it like, you know, in a, with bad intentions or I'm lesser than. But, like, you're labeling me as, you know, just physically more dominant or more aggressive like an animal or something like that. So, you know, in my own experience, in my own life, you know, Sometimes people look at me and approach me a little bit more aggressive, like, you know, I'm a bigger guy, I'm, I'm nice, I'm calm, bro, you know, I'm with the shits, you know, if somebody comes at me in the wrong way, you know, I'm going to defend myself in all ways possible, but 
that's one of the like the last things that I resort to. So when it comes to me hearing people, you know, label me as like this big strong guy, you know, and like oh, you know, you can really like beating on somebody. It's like you know, early perceptions like that really put on more than just you know the average person. You know, you don't understand how often that happens. And, you know, that might happen to somebody else, you know, who's not a black guy. But, you know, I see that a lot and I get that a lot. And I I always get asked that question, oh, you play football, oh, you know, you must do something, right? What, what you do, buddy? What you do? So, you know, I get that same experience when I've had confrontations with uh, police officers. You know, sometimes that, and that's such a high-octane situation where, you know, they're trying to just do their job. And I get it because I do security. I work with a lot of these guys. And I know there's a lot of good cops out there. And I understand it's a high-pressure job. And, you know, at the end of the day, but it's not my job to to make you feel comfortable. You know, you're our public servant. You're supposed to be doing that job to protect me, to protect and serve. And I've had situations where, you know, I'm the bigger guy out of the two. A lot of these cops aren't even in the best physical shape. And, you know, they come at me with a... Uh, a sense of hesitance and uh, prepared to, you know, attack. And, you know, in my experience, I've had, you know, a handful or two of, uh, you know, confrontations with uh, our situations with, uh, you know, police enforcement. And, uh, you know, those 10 times, I would say only two of them, three of them probably went positively. And, you know, and I got a couple of traffic stops and those are whatever, you know, I do my best to, you know, I have my stuff prepared. I never take things in my pocket. These are the mind that I have to go through on a day-to-day basis. You know, I, I take my wallet in my pocket, put on the thing, because I don't want to go reach for something. You know, there's a worry. I've had, you know, a gun pulled at me on the side because they asked for my my ID. You know, so don't tell me when, you know, I see stuff like Philando Castile, you know, what's what's going on. You know, oh, you know, he maybe he should have slowed down and went for the reach. You know, sometimes people are just quick to the trigger, you know, and that's such a nerve-wracking thing to think like you myself as a u.s citizen can be one mistake away from losing my life or getting shot and then that guy gets scared and then he lays out the clip and i'm done you know what i mean it's just it's just a hard situation to go through and and um you know i've had just you know situations and i do my best part to you know make them feel comfortable and that's the world i have to live in where you know i'm doing my part and I'm still getting uh, 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 presumptions presented to me and moments of just, you know, fear. And sometimes it's smooth, sometimes it's whatever, and then sometimes it's power trips. You know, you see all levels of them. So, you know, I just want a space. You know, I want to talk to, you know, local police, local firefighters, you know, congressmen, people on the streets, other people. You know, we're all the same at the end of the day. You know, you, you, you guys want, everybody wants the All Lives Matter you know, we we always say this shit right now with this Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, you know, and and there's so many levels and perspectives to it. And, I, and when I hear people talk to me, you know, I'm just catching, you know, naiveness or, you know, you're, you're privileged to that where you don't understand my plight or somebody like me's plight. But um, if, if we really want a all lives matter type of situation, you know, we just got to do our part and get out of this institutionalized racism, you know, this we're in a society where people where we know, you know, I know those white people that I are those people who aren't black, those non people of color, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I'm black, you're Spanish, you're Asian, you're white, you're whatever. I hate fucking POC shit. Politically correct and people of color, all that shit, whatever. But um if you really want all lives matter, you know, we gotta treat each other like neighbors and real equals and you know, and as a group I don't want to call it group thought because group thought isn't the best thing, but in something like this, you know, just humanity, 
that's what we got to hit to before we can really understand what that is and you dismantle this this old mindset we we look at a document like it's like it's a, like a like a holy tablet and we don't realize that this was a couple families ago you know a couple hundred years ago you look at our our history of this nation in such a young country that we are and you don't think like oh but we talk about how long ago all this bullshit was in reality it's not and we still have these laws in in place and you know there's things i need to protect myself i believe in my second amendment but at the same time like you know we're too much on each other's fight for what it is on the left and the right and and we just live in this world of tribalism but when we understand that we are all the same tribe at the end of the day borders lines people whatever we're all the same people at the end of the day and we start processing that more and more that's when we get to a better place that's what we hope for as a black community you know what i mean i don't want to be looked at as the hood guy the the street guy already just because if, if i live in a rough neighborhood you know sometimes it's just a, a a circumstance that you get laid upon you just because there are gangsters and drug dealers does not mean that single mother with the one you know teenager um, is in that same predicament and you cannot allow these cops to come to these neighborhoods and put that presumption on that man because of his financial struggle of his family's financial struggle in the situation that he's been put in on however you want to put it under the, the ignorance of the family of the systemic injustice and redlining that push people into these impoverished neighborhoods in section 8 housing you know it's unfair for that kid to get looked at in that way you know what I mean so we have to break these systems down and, you know, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not even here to say, like, you know, we, oh, you got to give us everybody, every black man a million dollars, every black family a million dollars. We ain't asking for that shit, but just opportunity for equality. That's it. So, you know, once we find that level, that's when we start to get to these levels of all lives mattering. And we all want that in, in, in today's current society. From what my generation is, from a mid-20-year-old, from a 26, 27-year-old. You know, I look at people in my age group and, you know, a couple years older, a couple years younger. You know, there's extremes and, you know, lackluster people on both sides of that group set. But we are the people that are going to be responsible for the future. You know, at the end of the day, like, we evolve and these things are supposed to migrate out. You cannot look at all these political powers and be run by people born 80, 70, 80, 90, damn year, 70, 80, 90 years ago. You know what I mean? We cannot have these people de delegating what we do. We're in 2020. This ain't 1990. This ain't even 2000 anymore. This ain't 1980. This ain't 1970. It's 2020. You know, the world is so fucking crazy and how connected we are. And, you know, you got things like we're... I can travel to this part of the world and my app can fucking translate for me and I can do a whole experience. You know, we are allowed to really be one with one another in all ways and forms, but we are so tied to the the soil that our feet land on and don't understand once you take a moment to step back and look at somebody and say, this man has two eyes, a heart, a brain, you know, family and friends like myself and we have the once was a child and a baby and has went through their first kiss and their first anxiety and you know their first fight and all these things that we don't realize every single one of us has gone through some of us have been privileged for more some of us have been privileged for less some of us are scarred some of us are uh, fed through a silver spoon some of us are fighting every single day for just a better place for tomorrow man and uh
I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I really wanted to come on here and uh, just give a quick breakdown of what I wanted to do and everything. I want to talk about current events and just uh, perspective. I'm going to try to do as much uh, research as I can to fact check as much as I can and just give my opinion, thought on it, and maybe like a resolution. And uh, I want to talk about what is around me locally and the processes of how I find out that information on like a more political level to do things in my community and uh, just like in my state. But um, whatever information I find, I'll try to see, you know, by state by state, maybe, you know, it's the same information. Uh, a big thing that I use right now, um, you know, I'm just consistently researching things about, uh, you know, just how our judicial system works 100%, you know, got basic info from, you know, in the beginning, but, you know, you got to pay attention to how this shit works and how this shit is broken down. And uh, maybe I'll do another episode uh, on my next one or two about, you know, just breaking things down on a local level and a political level. But uh, I use a Ballotpedia, Ballot, B-A-L-L-O-T-pedia, P-E-D-I-A.com. And that shit has everything you need to know from president to fucking the guy who checks your water meter damn near. And, um, you know, track records, everything. So um, that's a good site for information if you want to see and dates and processes um of how that thing works but um uh you know i I don't know what else to say but um i'm kind of glad i got partially part of this off my chest and i just wanted to get on here a little bit and uh just start it off so i'm excited for this um this is a real free-flowing episode for me first take um the next one will be uh soon come you know let's stick on this journey and um let's just do our part Appreciate y'all for tuning in, man. Thank you for your ear. Thank you for your time. Peace out.